yards. Did you see what it was? Was it a person or an animal or? A good sized man or something. It looks like a man. Okay. You've had problems in the neighborhood before? Yeah, my dog was killed here just recently. I don't know what it was. Welcome Sasquatch Hypotheses. And first off, let me uh, apologize for how long it's taken for me to get this next episode up. Uh, I had a lot of things going on the last few months. Um, I had this surgery on my bicep, on my left arm. And I was out of work for a few months. And literally on the way home from the doctor's office... I got a uh, phone call from my sister down in Florida. My sister and my mother live down in Florida, and I live up in Ohio. And uh, my sister told me my mother had been diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. So I'm sure you can imagine that I wasn't quite in the mood to make many videos right off the bat there. Um... And things are changing a lot. I'm going to have to move down to Florida. And uh, since my sister has MS, and now my mother is in stage 4 cancer, she's going through chemo and radiation and all that stuff. So I'm going to have to move down there and help them out and that kind of thing. So, um, I've pretty much kind of, you know, got to the point of, you know, accepting the diagnosis and all of that and, um, trying to get back with it. But just so y'all know, within the next probably month, month and a half or so, I'm going to be moving. So this episode, I'll try to get another one in before, uh, I have to make the move down there, but it could be, you know, a couple of months before uh, the next episode comes out. Maybe not, but on the bright side, as far as, you know, the show goes, I'll be down in uh, Skunk Ape territory. So, there's a guy that's uh, down there, I forget his name, I'll have to look it up. I'm sure some of you know who I'm talking about. Who's down, uh, I think he's just west of West Palm Beach, down in that area, around Alligator Alley, which is about maybe 30, 40 minutes south of where I'm going to be moving to. So maybe I can get with him and go out and do some, uh, look for some skunk apes. What was that? Excuse me, I just got a, a message here I've never seen before about the encoder overloading. 
Uh, hopefully this is going to record because I'm getting tired of re-recording videos and stuff. Um, anyway, on to the show. So I think that's covered everything. Uh, the other thing I wanted to cover, which I was going to cover in the show anyway, that I was going to make, you know, before I found out about my mother, um, is that I'm planning to try to buy a mobile, mobile home and uh, go looking for Sasquatch. Um, I'm going to do a, uh, basically go out and, I don't know if you understand, boondock means, you know, go out and camp without any kind of utilities and stuff, but the mobile home will be self-sufficient with, you know, like solar panels and that. And go out wherever there's been numerous numerous sightings and reports and that kind of thing and hang out you know, do kind of a finding Bigfoot, only for real, I guess, and stay there for like a week, maybe two weeks at a time, and uh, see what I can come up with. Um, as as you know from my Fear the Squatch episode, uh, the idea of running into one out in the woods does terrify me. But... Uh, you know, obviously, that's if you run into the wrong one. Hopefully, I won't run into the wrong one. But uh, I have some uh, theories about how to find them. And uh, I want to try my theories out and see if I'm right, you know. Um, I'll outfit the mobile home with some uh, some gear. I hope I'm, what I would like to do, really, is... Uh, Maybe start a fund me and uh, where people fund me to build a specialized motorhome that with four wheel drive and uh, I mean, not quite real different from a regular mobile home because I don't want it to be like outlandishly expensive, but. You know, with four-wheel drive, it probably cost a couple of hundred thousand um, to do it. As opposed to a half a million, a million, two million, you know, where some of those motorhomes are just crazy. But they do make uh, four-wheel drive versions. And um, I'm pretty tech-savvy, so I can do some uh, of my own equipment for looking for, you know, vocalizations uh, movement, you know, that kind of thing. So I can, I want to be able to take that motorhome right up into the woods and sit in the woods and look for them rather than sit in a parking lot and looking for them or sitting in a parking lot and walking a hundred yards out into the woods, you know, like, uh, some people on a show we know, uh, but really try to get out there in the, in the thick of it and see what what i come up with you know spend a week or two in each location move around the country um go to some hot spots that kind of thing you know so i'll put a fund me page up and if it gets funded it does if it doesn't i'm going to do it anyway uh i just won't be able to do a four-wheel drive then i'll have to do the park in the parking lot and walk out into the woods of course i'll walk more than 100 yards I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Um, 
and uh, I have to do it that way. I'll have to get it, obviously, a very cheap one because I'm I'm not made of money. So if I can't get funded to to build a de one that can actually drive out into the woods, four wheel it, you know, big tires, the whole nine yards, and, and get out there, then I'm just gonna have to get some old motorhome and uh, do what I can to outfit it to get as off road as I can. But you know, they're they don't have much ground clearance and that kind of thing. Some of them are better than others, but you know, I'll have to take what I can find and uh, go from there. So that's one of the things I have planned for the near future. Obviously, well, this thing with my mother, um, you know, hopefully that she'll come out of the chemo and the and the uh, radiation therapy and all of that cancer-free and, you know, make it another five years or more. Um statistically that's probably not the case but you know obviously like anybody whose parent has cancer you know i hope that i hope that it does do something else i'm also coming up with some you know i do some uh a fitness um channel as well and uh i'm kind of uh up on some of the new new uh science on certain um, supplements and protocols and that kind of thing. So I'm going to have her start that, which should, you know, help her out, help her get over it if possible. So hopefully that'll work out. In any case, the, the time, you know, the next six months or a year or whatever, I'll spend that, you know, trying to get the uh, fund me, get the funding from the fund me or um, find myself a uh, decent rig to start out with and then uh, build it out, that kind of thing. So that's where that is. Anyway, on to the show. Um, what I wanted to talk about tonight is I've actually listened to a lot of uh, different um, podcasts and YouTube channels and that kind of thing about uh you know the uh negative as aspects of the sasquatch and about how you know science won't recognize them and all that kind of stuff and the thing of it is you know we have we have uh i mean thousands thousands of uh um footprint casts track casts and um as i understand it you know, there's been some ambiguous information there as to whether hair samples have actually been, I mean, valid Sasquatch hair, hair samples have, are out there or not. I hear there are, and that they're just being, uh, you know, poo-pooed as being just unidentified animal of some kind, and nobody's going to say that they're a Sasquatch, which really kind of leaves it up in the air. Um, but some researchers say that, yes, they have been identified as unknown primate. Okay, if that's the case, we, we have footprints and hair samples. Um, <clears throat> as I understand it, there's even blood samples out there. Uh, I've heard that too, that there's actually uh, unidentified primate blood samples that have been gathered. And that are known and that are out there. So, <clears throat> we have all of this information. 
yet for some reason, science won't recognize them. In the meantime, we have, you know, people going out in these in the in the national parks, and I'm sure you're who you're listening. You you've heard the uh, uh, missing 411 stories. You know, um, we've got thousands of people that have gone missing. I think it's I think it's thousands a year, if not hundreds a year at least. But I would think thousands. I mean, thousands a year go missing across the entire country. Um, and nothing's done about it. As a matter of fact, it's swept under the rug. You know, my theory is that part of why they're sweeping, why they're trying to keep Sasquatch a secret and why they sweep everything under the rug is because they don't want to have to take responsibility for these kids, really. I mean, little girls, little boys, old women. I mean, I heard one story about, uh, what was it? I don't know if these people knew the old woman or not. I don't, or I don't, because I, I don't recall if I caught that part of the show or not. But these people were out there. I don't think they knew her. These people were out camping or hiking, and they saw a Sasquatch grab an old woman, I guess break her neck, throw her over her shoulder, and just walk off in the woods. And I guess they reported it and everything, and it was just swept under the rug. You know, I mean, imagine this. There, here's another story I heard. Um, so just put yourself in this position. I'm going to kind of uh, <clears throat> tell this story from the stand, from uh, narrate it, and you put yourself in the position here. Okay, you're, you know, whether you have kids or not, you're in your house, you live out, in the, out on the outskirts of the woods, and you walk up to the sliding glass door and you look out in the backyard and you see you see uh, little Sally playing in the backyard. She's, let's say, five, six years old. She's playing in the backyard with her friends, you know, and her friends are kicking a ball around. And, you know, there's two or three of them out there with her. They're kicking the ball around. And they kick the ball. They're kind of playing kickball. They're chasing the ball and all that. They kick the ball, and it goes, it goes shooting off to the side of the yard. And uh, these kids are bigger than Sally. Sally's about five or six. These kids are maybe eight, nine years old. So they're a lot faster than her. She's sitting there. She's she's playing with the flower, and she she's not really um, being allowed to participate too much because she's just too little so she's just out there with them kind of you know how little girls are they get in the way <laughs> you know so she's picking flowers and doing her own thing out there with them kick the ball they, they all chase the ball off to the side you're standing there drinking your coffee wa watching your little girl playing with the flowers and you know thinking about how cute she is and then you notice <clears throat> Then all of a sudden she stops and she turns around and looks behind her off to the right. And you try to look off to the right, but you can't quite see because there's a part of the house like um, where the kitchen sink is and stuff that it kind of jets out a little bit, you know. And you look over, you can't see what she's looking at, but she's looking at something. And uh, she's just staring, right? And now the other kids, you can hear them off on the side of the house, you know, they've kicked the ball out and they're maybe heading out towards the front of the house. 
So you're like, what, what is uh, little Sally looking at? So you go to slide the sliding glass door open. And just then, a Sasquatch goes running across the yard, grabs little Sally up, cracks her neck, and goes running off in the woods with her dangling from his hand like a rag doll. You freeze. You sling the door open all of a sudden and you go hauling ass after, after the, uh, the Bigfoot and your little girl. You get to the edge of the backyard. You can hear trees and limbs crack and, and way off in the distance. He's, he's way the heck out there. And you just stop. And the realization hits you. You, you hear, the, you hear the, the cracking stop. You know your little girl's gone. You know that at that very moment, the Sasquatch is ripping the flesh from her bones with his teeth. That your little girl has become no, nothing more than a game animal to a Sasquatch. I mean, it's, y'all might find that kind of a tough story to tell. You know, maybe you're unsubscribing, maybe you're turning off the video right now. But think about this. That was a true story. That really happened. Now, the parent wasn't standing there watching, but that really happened. A little girl was out in the backyard with her friends playing. The friends chased the ball off and left her in the backyard by herself, and a Sasquatch ran through the backyard and ran off with her. They never heard a peep from her, so obviously the Sasquatch broke her neck as he grabbed her and ran off into the woods and ate her. Happens all the time. This is in somebody's own backyard this happened. You know, you, you have it happen. It's not just in the national parks. You know, missing 411. Oh, my dog. Sorry. Missing 411 is about people going missing in the parks. This little girl was taken right out of her own backyard. You know, and how many stories have you heard about Bigfoot, you know, tapping on the window? Trying to get little girls to come to the window. Why do you think that is? Do you think they, they want to have a tea party? No, they would want the little girl to get close enough so that they can snatch her out of the bedroom and run off with her and eat her. So... Just a second, folks. What are you doing? You, you don't need in there. All right, anyway. So it's not just happening in the national parks. This is happening in people's backyards. So the government is sweeping the stuff underneath the, the carpet. I guess they're, they're, you know, sending special forces in after these Bigfoot, the Sasquatch. And, you know, they're calling rogue Sasquatch and that. I don't really think it's, a, it's necessarily a rogue Sasquatch. I think that's just what they do. Maybe not all of them. I, I, I think it's more likely that... Just a second, folks, while I yell at my dog.
It figures. I'm trying to record a show and my dog's being a pain. So, well, let me get to the point. We're at 20 minutes now. I'll make this a short one. The government's covering this stuff up, you know, and they have plausible deniability because Sasquatch aren't real. They don't exist. Well, I heard something interesting on a, on a uh, podcast. I think it was, it might have been uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. I don't really recall. No, actually it wasn't. It was another one, which I can't remember the name of off the top of my head right now. But this one researcher, he's been a researcher for 20 years. He's in Arizona, I think, or New Mexico, somewhere down in there. And he was talking about how, you know, the government it refuses to recognize Sasquatch as, as being real. And he said something very interesting, that there's enough evidence to prove that Sasquatch is real in a court of law. But there is no valid reason to bring a case before a judge in order to use the evidence to prove that they're real. But if we could come up with a reason to take this to a court of law, that we have enough evidence to prove they're real, and once the judge rules that they're real, the government would have to recognize them as being real. So that got me thinking. I think we do have a reason to, to go in, into a court of law. If one of you all out there is an attorney, or if you know an attorney, I think that there's a good case for a class action suit for all of these people who have gone missing. All of these like little girls that have been snatched out of their backyards. I think that there's, there's a good case for a class action suit against the U.S. government for not protecting the citizens. And I think that if we could get a class action suit into a court of law and then present the evidence, they would have no choice but to accept them. To accept them as being real and to legally um, recognize them. So if you know an attorney or if you are an attorney, why don't you chew on that a little bit and see if there's anything you can do. There's, there's plenty of people out there who uh, deserve to, uh, to be compensated by the government for their loss. So that would solve a lot of problems. I mean, they're not warning people when they go into national forests. You know, they're not, they're not warning people when they live in these areas. You know, they're not putting out uh, any kind of uh, notifications to people who live in these, these secluded areas when they buy these, you know, probably very expensive homes out here in the, these beautiful wooded areas. And then their little girl gets taken by a Sasquatch. You know, they deserve to know. And uh, I think I think a good lawyer could bring a class action suit that would get some uh, get something done about this. So if you are that lawyer or you know one, let's see what we can get going. All right, um, that's pretty much where I'm gonna 
call it quits. And like I said, y'all, uh, my shows will be back. It just depends on how things go with this move and, uh, you know, what's going on with my mother and my sister that I don't remember if I mentioned cause I had to re redo this video. Uh, my mother has the stage four lung cancer, but my sister has MS and she's had it for a long time and she's not doing too well either. So I'm probably going to have my hands full when I get down there and it's not going to be, it's going to be quite, quite stressful to say the least, but I will try to get my show, keep my shows going and, uh, use it as my outlet, I guess. Um, to decompress so anyway they might there might be a delay but i will be back folks so in the meantime if you want to get a hold of me and you want to be on the show you want to talk about this you want to talk about anything sasquatch related you have your own uh encounter encounter to talk about anything of the sort you want to get it off your chest here is my contact information you can uh, listen to the audio-only show at sashype.blogspot.com and you can reach me at sasquatchhypotheses at gmail.com. So until the next show, y'all take care. Make sure that you comment, you like, su subscribe. And if you don't like it, give me a thumbs down. If you like it, give me a thumbs up. That's if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, but subscribe, share, um, all that good stuff. And until the next time, y'all take care.